Hi everyone, welcome back to the Featuring Podcast. My name is Will Faulkner. I'm joined by another very special guest today, Adam Crosswaite. Crossy, how are you going? I'm well, mate. Very well. This is our second crack at recording this. No thanks to a corrupt file, but we go again. Hopefully a better experience for you guys listening at home. Now, first episode, first segment of this episode is going to be broken up into the World Test Championship. So we'll discuss that final, Crossy, that starts tomorrow at the time of our recording. No teams have been named yet for the 11s, but I think we've got a pretty good idea of what the Australian team will look like. And the Indian team, we're a little bit less sure, but we'll jump into as to why that is. India's had the IPL going for two months, the last two months, so a lot of white ball cricket for them. How do you think that will impact them heading into what's meant to be the, you know, the, the glory of test cricket at the moment? The, uh, yeah, look, I, I think really good. I think the fact they've been playing cricket will benefit the Indians. I think they've all uh, played in it. Uh, Pajara's been over here, over in England, playing for Sussex, I think, as well. So he's got some cricket under his belt. But most of the rest of them have been playing really good cricket. So uh, although it's a different format, I still think they've been hitting balls and they've been in high-pressure environments of the IPL. So, look, I think that'll hold them in very good stead. It'll be interesting to see some of the Aussie guys haven't played a lot of cricket. Do we see a lot more of an attacking game style from the Indians coming out? Obviously, again, they've played that 20-over format. Some of the Australians have Cam Green probably been the one notable one. Is, is, do we see more of a basketball for India? It'll be interesting to see who come back to the field quicker, who can really re- relax into the match rather than, obviously, the completely different format but and potentially a six-day test match. It's going to be interesting. I think they're good enough players to be able to get themselves back into normal test cricket but they come in with no form yeah neither team yeah so their last test cricket was played the same time australia was obviously australia went to go over to india two of them lost three one in the end so the last 11 that we've got from india was in that fourth test against australia we think there'll be a couple changes starting up top we think we've got Rohit sharma the captain he was in some very good form against the aussies shubman gill we agree he's the next opener you've got him as well yep yep who you got sitting at number three? Uh, I think I'll go Pajara, Kohli, Rahane. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, Same. yeah, I'm thinking whether Jadeja and the keeper, the keeper being either Barat or Kishan. Um, who have you got there for keeping wickets? I've actually got Kishan. I think he's someone who, from what I have seen of him, he's been he's got a very attacking game style. Seems to be really, really liked in the in, in domestic community. I think while we're sending him in for the World Test Championship final, uh, I think... In those conditions, he should go quite well from what I've seen, take it to them and try and be a bit of an X factor. I've got Judeja batting at six as well yeah. for India. I think he was he was good enough in that Australia series to warrant him playing as a genuine all-rounder. Their bowling attack will be interesting. So they played three spinners over in India for most of their test matches between or all of their test matches. Ravi Ashwin, Judeja, as we spoke about before, and Axar Patel. There's probably not room for all three of them. Who's the one that makes way? Yeah, I've got Patel missing out. I think Jadeja will play and Ashwin will play. Just the experience of those guys, I think, is pretty important for them. But yeah, Patel, very good cricketer, but I think we'll just miss out and they'll have a bit more of a balanced setup. So Ashwin then bats at eight and then rounding out the bowlers, the pace bowlers. Yeah, I've got Siraj, Yadav and Shami. Okay, yep, very good. I've got also got that. The one I'm not too sure as to whether they'll throw him in there is Shadul Thakur. I think he's someone who gives them a good little balance. In in a world that wanted to play three spinners, I can't imagine there would be, but he would be someone who you could throw in there. Maybe at the expense of Shami or Siraj, yeah, that's probably the first one that drops out for that Axar Patel spinning option. But yeah, it's a nicely balanced squad they've got and it'll be interesting to see who they do go with. Really just 
the pace attack and whether it's Ishan Kishan or Barat. I did have a look before I saw a photo of the wicket. It's going to get shaved back, but it looks like it's a really nice grass coverage and pretty green. So, um, look, I think... Pretty green? Uh, yeah, very green, but they'll, they'll cut it back. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, it'll still be a very flat wicket, but it's, yeah, two days out, which was in the photo was taken. So, two days out, there's still a lot of grass coverage on it, but that'll... That'll come back. Yeah, definitely. I think, as you said before, touched on the potential for six days playing this test match. They'll be, uh, I think, hoping to milk as much money from that as possible. And uh, a good viewing experience for all probably involves a fair few runs and a flat wicket. So that's India's 11. Now, Australia's 11, there's really only two question marks. I think one of them has been answered being the other opening position with Usman Khawaja. I think we're pretty confident that Warner will get the nod over Marcus Harris to begin with. I think that's the right call. Did you have any questions or queries on that? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think Warner's deserved that spot and I think he's said that he's going to go till the end of the summer and whether that's a ploy to make sure he doesn't get dropped or not, who knows? There's a bit of speculation there. But no, I think he's got enough tickets in the bank and he's a match winner. If he gets it right, uh, he's been playing cricket over in the IPL, uh, had a decent IPL, so he's been hitting balls. Um, he's played against a lot of these guys. They, they all know each other backwards. But, uh, yeah, I think Warner gets the nod, and I think he'll have a big series. He's definitely someone who's built his reputation on being a bit of a battler, a bit of a scrapper, despite his X-factor ability with the bat. So, you know, last series in England, hopefully he can really pull it together and get him out with a bang. So the other, that means Marcus Harris misses. The second spot up for grabs is the decision to saying this in air quotation marks, Crossy, rest Josh Hazelwood. I'm not quite sure as to his full fitness capacity at the moment. So he won't play the World Test Championship final. Likely would have been selected if 100% fit. Scott Boland and Michael Neeser are the two players who will take his spots. Which way are you leaning? I'm leaning towards Boland. I think he's got the, again, tickets. He's done extremely well when he's played. Again, we haven't seen much of him in England, but I think just knowing the workhorse he is, he's a perfect player to come into a, a match like this. Michael Neeser, I think, would come into calculation if they were struggling with the bat. And potentially that's where I see post this and we go into the Ashes, mm. that Neeser could could come into calculation later in the English summer. Yeah, it's a really good point. Obviously, the most recent test tour for both teams was when they played each other in India, as we said before. And the difference arguably was the tail end batting that India provided on their home decks, which was a massive, massive difference. Australia had none of that. Obviously, capitulated towards the back end, had a lot of collapses, seeing them get bowled out. But yeah, Nisa has been in fine form, made a really good century, I think, for Glamorgan not too long ago. Seeing quite well, so he'll come into calculations later, but I agree with you. I think Scott Bowen definitely gets the nod ahead of Nisa. It makes sense. Like He was picked in the squad before Nisa was. Nisa was someone who's coming as a replacement only because Hazelwood was injured. So first in best dress, I'd like to say. Quickly touching on the format of the World Test Championship. David Warner came out and said that the World Test Championship should be at least a three-game series. Are you pro this, I wouldn't say controversial opinion, but it's definitely not something that I've thought about too much? Yeah, look, I think it's it's got some merit, and I think he's a test match can be ruined in the first session uh, or in a session, can be lost pretty quickly. But look, coming, coming from Melbourne, from an AFL background, we all love that uh, one game to win it all, win or go home type of situ- situation. I think mm. this is one of those times. So maybe not the best team will win. It's the team who plays the best on the day. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm happy with it being just it's like in its early days at the moment, the World Test Championship. I think the spectacle of it being in England is good. I like the fact that it's at a neutral ground. I think avid fans from both countries would probably say that one team's at a disadvantage if they're playing away. So I think, yeah, the concept, the foreign concept of a duke ball between these two teams as well will be interesting. And I think if you look at the Indian series that we 
Australia India just previously that the wickets were always in called into account the, that first test where the cricketing public were a little bit up in arms when they kept parts of the wicket dry and being very filtered here yeah. but yes I follow what you're saying I, I was actually a big fan of it I liked it because really? our, our mate Todd Murphy meant that he had to play so yes but look it, it's it takes that part out of it it means that it's gonna I think it'll be a really flat wicket and yeah it'll be interesting to see if it goes into that sixth day that reserve day and um how they how that happens yeah no i agree i think it'll be a very flat wicket what we're hearing coming out of the uk so predictions for the match is there someone who possibly across ipl or has been in the county championship the last month or two that's hit he really hit their straps who's someone that you think is going to come out blazing for both teams look i, I think from an indian point of view it's not really it's not a big statement but i think virat kohli uh, i think i've watched him a lot through the ipl he's been hitting the ball beautifully he's a big game player uh, i think a one off game for something like the world test championship we've got to remember these guys lost the indians lost the world test championship to new zealand a couple of years ago so they've been there like they understand it probably a bit more than what the aussies do but yes. i think virat will stand up in a in a big game for the Indians and for the Aussies, look, oh, I think it's almost head-to-head head with him and Steve Smith, I think. Whichever key batter leads their team in a in a big game is is a big one. So I'd be looking for Smith versus Coley to see who gets more runs to put their team in front. Yeah, it's quite hard to argue with. I don't really have too much else to add. I think it's a pretty obvious answer to the question. One I'll be interested in, this goes across not just the World Test Championship, but the Ashes as well, which we'll speak about in the next episode, but Travis Head, I think he's got the ability to take the game away from the opposition, especially batting at number five. He can come in after the openers do a good job and Marnus and Smith at three and four, I think he could come away guns blazing. Ishan Kishan, I think if he does play for India, he's probably a little bit of an unknown to most cricket supporters. Um, with the ball, Scott Bond will be really, really interesting, I think, to see how he goes with the ball for Australia, uh, pending his fitness and getting picked. Um, but yeah, I think... They're definitely the players to watch out for for the World Test Championship final. A final prediction, Crossy. How are you seeing the game play out? Uh, look, I think it'll be a cracking match. I think India will get this done. Unfortunately, from from the Aussies, I think India. Uh, I think they've all been playing cricket, and it's going to be a massive game, huge game. I, I love the concept of the World Test Championship and it coming to a pinnacle end. Both teams cold of Test cricket. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Aussies. I don't know. I can't really say if that's a biased comment or not, but. <laughs> Uh, I think there's been a couple of questions over how India played the Duke ball, whether or not that's against England bowlers or Australian bowlers, that's still yet to be seen. But uh, that's the only question I've got over them. I think Australia have proven themselves in the past to play really well in England. So, yeah, it will be very interesting. Thanks very much for listening. That's our little take on the World Test Championship final. We'll be keen to watch it all play out, Crossy. And, yeah, thanks for your opinions. No drama. Go the Aussies. <laughs>